Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I am so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. A huge thank you to Jennifer Harshman and Harshman Services for sponsoring today's podcast episode. Jennifer and the team at Harshman Services do an amazing job of helping businesses grow and become more successful and organized by using blog posts, search engine optimization, and email marketing to reach your clients. I'm so thankful for how Jennifer and her team have helped me become more successful in my business. And if you're a realtor out there, I know that you can often get stressed and want to work smarter, not harder. You need something that you can set and forget about. So check out what Jennifer has built at RealtorEmails.com. She has an amazing offer and affordable tools to help you become more successful in your business. I'm so thankful for the team at Harshman Services for being a part of helping my business and for sponsoring the podcast. Let's jump into today's episode. On today's episode, I want to speak with you all about how failing to plan is planning to fail. And I am sure this is not the first time you've heard this phrase. I've definitely heard it hundreds of times, but I don't think we pay enough attention and realize as realtors how we are setting ourselves up for failure if we do not plan. And I want to share a story with you. Now, I will say I am cautious. I often share stories about clients, other realtors, etc., and I'll share lessons I'm cautious when I share a negative story about other agents because I don't want to criticize. And so as often is the case on the show, and I learned this from Vincent Puglisi, when it's good news, I'll share their names so I can promote them. If it's bad news, I will let it stay anonymous to protect the ignorant or dumb or whatever it is. So we'll just put that out there. But I want to talk to you about this anonymous agent who called me a few weeks ago and just talk to you about a situation that happened. So this agent, I I will eliminate half the population because I will tell you that this agent is a female, so I will say she, so you know it is not a man. But anyway, (laughs) this realtor, she trained with me and we took classes together within my company, and she took an opportunity to go become an agent in the Philadelphia area. She did become an agent, and it's kind of funny because she she joined an agency and all I'll really say is that they're a brokerage that focuses a lot more on recruiting and you know focus less on just being a great realtor and connecting and building relationships it's definitely very much like a pyramid scheme where you're just trying to get people in the door to be a, a realtor under you they focus way more on recruiting just to try to like make a buck off the next person who gets their real estate license so I have a huge problem with that, which is why I'm not with that bigger company (laughs) and why I'm super happy where I'm at. But I want to share a story of this agent, okay? So called me a few weeks ago. She had taken an opportunity in the Philadelphia area to become a realtor, you know, and help people there. Totally fine. She called me and said, hey, I need your help. I'm, I'm coming from Philadelphia. I have a showing in two hours here in Lancaster, and I don't have access to the Supra. And so the Supra, realtors, you know about it, but for anyone who doesn't, the Supra is basically a lockbox. It's what we use to get into houses here in Lancaster County. Other counties have different boxes, um, but it's attached to our MLS, to our license, you know, with our Association of Realtors, and it's attached to us. So you can't give out the information and be like giving out your password. And it's just 
not something that you should be willing to do, and it's not safe, not secure, and we're, we're told not to do it. But anyway, she calls me and says, I really need your help. I have a showing in two hours here in Lancaster, and I don't have access to the Supra lockbox. Now, I did say, I said, I'm, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm not available to let you in, and I actually wasn't able to help the agent. But I remember thinking on the phone, like, wait a second. So you scheduled showings, you know, at least 24 hours ago with clients, and you came to Lancaster. You are now in town here to show a home. You drove here already. So you set up the showing yesterday. You came here. You drove here. And you're telling me that you've come all the way to Lancaster, 60 to 90 minutes, whatever it is, from Philadelphia, without a plan for how to get into the lockbox. And then this agent... (laughs) even went so far as to make me feel bad. Like, look, I really need your help. I would help you. I need to get in for my client. I'm going to look bad. You really need to like help me and come through in the clutch. I'm going to look bad if I can't get them into the showing. We've both traveled over an hour, blah, 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 all the stories. And I thought to myself, like, really? Like, I almost wanted to say, like, how did you not plan for this? And, And actually, I think I did, but probably in a nicer way. But how do you know you're doing the showing, show up in Lancaster and not think about how you're going to access the home without begging someone with a lockbox to share their code with you. Now, she wasn't really interested in hearing what I had to say. She just wanted, you know, basically the handout, my my connection to get into the lockboxes. But I thought to myself, wow, in that moment, I thought, yep, failure to plan is planning to fail. And we've all heard it. But it's just, it's it's sad to me that agents do this. This is an agent who will often, and she switched companies a few times, will often talk about how, you know, she doesn't understand why she's not having success in the real estate business. And I'm kind of thinking like, this is why, right? Failing to plan is planning to fail. And, you know, I did some research on the agent. Now, again, the amount of transaction does not necessarily make you a great realtor or a terrible realtor, but I think it is pretty telling. I looked up some things about the agent, and it wasn't shocking to me that, you know, as long as they've been a realtor, they've done three transactions. We trained at the same time. We came became realtors at the same time, and I've done well, uh, much closer to 50. So it doesn't really shock me that an agent that can't even plan enough to make sure they have lockbox access when they come to Lancaster has almost no deals. I kind of feel bad, but the other part of me doesn't, right? Because failing to plan is planning to fail. And so if you're not having success in your business, if you can't get in with the lockbox, it's probably you rather than everyone else around you. So it's really not anyone's problem, but your own. But I think the lesson here is like you can't be successful and do transactions and do all these things if you're not planning, right? You are planning to fail if you don't make a plan. You know, you have to do a better job of that than your real estate business. In your real estate business, you have to. If you want to be successful, you have to do these things. You know, I talk to realtors that don't have great communication, don't keep in touch with clients, don't do a good job of building relationships. And this is exactly the type of agent I'm talking about here in this story. 
Like, how could you go an hour and a half away from a showing and not be able to let the client in and not have access to the lockbox and not only then call the other agents, you know, for help and make them feel bad, but then blame them, right? Taking no accountability, no personal responsibility. How do you expect to be a successful realtor, you know, other business owner, person, human? Like, how can you interact with people? You can't. And you can't, you know, make someone feel bad because they're busy when you didn't plan. And so this is often why I say, I can't imagine the audacity, but this is why I say, if you can answer your phone and communicate well, you're probably already better than 90% of the realtors out there. Now, I don't know how it went with this agent and their client. I don't, but I cannot imagine it going well. Imagine if you're the client. And you have now driven an hour and a half to see this home. You get to the house and the agent tells you, oh, I don't have access to the home today. We're going to have to leave and come back another time. If it was me, I would fire that agent on the spot and say, I don't want to work with you anymore. And if I've done it, I would expect someone to fire me for doing that, making such a big mistake. Now, I will say, right, mistakes happen. I believe in showing grace. We forget things. It happens to all of us. And I totally understand that and know that things happen. But I also know that failure to plan is planning to fail. We have to have a plan if we want to have success. So how can you apply this to real estate business? Are you communicating well with your clients? Are you planning? Well, you better be making sure that you have access to the home to let your clients in. And if you're not planning and communicating well, I hope that you can hear this and improve in this area. Make sure that you are making a plan because if you're not, failing to plan is planning to fail and you are setting yourself up for failure. So again, mistakes happen, but we all have to do a better job of this in our real estate business. We have to. We can't make crazy mistakes like not being able to access the home. We can't. We have to check ourselves. You know, we have to set up a plan. We have to do a better job of this. And I hope that this is a very tangible way that you can look at and apply to your real estate business to help you create more success. Are you doing a good job planning? And if not, have you been setting yourself up for failure? Well, I hope not. But if that's the case, I hope that you can apply this, hear this lesson, learn it, adjust in your business, and use the information here to create success and have more and more success as a realtor. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you guys very much, and I will talk to you guys very soon. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.